0: that it would be a good idea to kind of link the idea of Christianity and religion back into the idea of being a youth in today's society and how to go about uh, religion when through the eyes of a young person and that sort of thing so we came up with the analogy of being in high school because in high school there's a bunch of different cliques you know there's people that are smart and then there's people that play sports Um, In our school, there's IB kids, there's like band kids, theater kids, all that sort of thing. And all of these groups all have defining traits that characterize them, uh, like for example, playing sports or being in a certain extracurricular activity. Um, And all of these cliques also all think that they're worth more than other cliques. So for example, they might think they're more popular or they're smarter or even that they're like older than other groups so therefore they have seniority. Um, but the truth is is that all of those standards are subjective. Because first of all, they change from school to school. Like one school might have a lot of emphasis on being good at sports, but like another school might have a really great marching band program, that sort of thing. And uh, the other thing is that there's not really a set uh, amount of rules that really characterizes which one is better and which one is worse. Uh, but the only objective character trait that all of these groups share is that we all go to school at the same place. Um, We all go to the same high school, and we're all subject to the same jurisdiction under the administrators and the teachers, and we go to the same classes and all that sort of thing. Um, So we might think that we're different, but we're actually all united by the fact that we're part of the same community, the community that is at our high school. And the fact that we all go to the same high school is the defining trait that gives us a basic identity and also a sense of dignity.
1: Speaking of senses of dignity. Oh, computer shut off. Okay, um, so today uh, our reflection is gonna start with my one of my all-time favorite philosophers, Rosie Brediotti, if you haven't read her work, you definitely should, would recommend. But the Brediotti that I'm gonna be referencing today is a theory that I don't agree with. So like Issa said, it all starts with this idea of human dignity or how we define ourselves is superior or inferior to other people. Um, Yeah, human dignity is a theory or an idea that's slapped on a lot of movements throughout history and it's justification for why we should or shouldn't do things. And it kind of gives us a baseline for how we treat other people. So we treat them with dignity or we don't, or we decide who's worthy of dignity or who is unworthy. And so because of that, a lot of philosophers or a lot of really like smart people have made different arguments for why human dignity is bad and it's a bad standard for how to define how we should treat other people. Including Brady Um It seems counterproductive to say human dignity is bad, but just wait. So, in order for us to prescribe a baseline sense of dignity for all humanity, there needs to be a definition for what makes us human. And in order for there to be a definition for what makes us human, there needs to be a common trait that we all share that has two key factors. So, it has to be something that every single human being experiences or has, and it also has to be something that's unique to humanity. So it can't be something that another animal or species possesses. So I'll just let you think on that for a second, to see if you can find the key trait that's between all humans. Spoiler alert, there is not one. Um, You can, like, rack your brain, think about it for as long as you want, but there's no single trait that is shared by every human, experienced by every human, that is also unique to humanity and not to another animal or to another species so like if you thought about it the first thing that comes to mind is intelligence humans are more intelligent than other animals but a dolphin's iq is between 80 and 90 meaning some dolphins are smarter than some humans not to mention there are some people who don't have brain activity but are still alive are those people not human no of course not they're still extended the same dignity that everyone else is extended So because there is no defining trait for humanity and there's no way for us to understand ourselves, throughout history we choose traits that make us worthy of dignity or give us that standard. So the most blaring example is um, slavery or racism. So at one point people decided that the defining trait for humanity was being a certain race and anyone else was unworthy of human dignity or they were not human in and of themselves. So not having that standard for what makes us human or a definition for what makes us human really hurts us because it means that we decide what makes us human based off what traits we might have or what traits we think are worthy of making us human. At another point that meant to be human, you had to be male. And those those themes still show up a lot today. If you think of any type of like discrimination, it all comes down to the idea of human dignity and thinking that because there is no defining trait for humanity, then that means that we choose it. Even today, when the blaring examples disappear, um, people are still prescribing that definition to humanity, to traits that they possess. People don't know where to ground their definitions of humanity or dignity or respect, so they they choose the traits that they have. For example, I am a ginger. I am human. Therefore, anyone who is not a ginger is not human. Therefore, they are not worthy of my kindness, forgiveness, or grace. Um, Those are the themes and patterns that we still see today. Where does Jesus come in? Um, We don't even know what makes us human, and more importantly, we don't know what makes us worthy of dignity, of grace, or respect. Well, most people don't. There has to be some universal trait that makes us unique, from animals, that makes us worthy, that makes us different than all other species on this earth. Spoiler alert, it's Jesus Christ. Um, Because we are made in God's image, we are all different from and uniquely special in the eyes of God. That is the universal trait that defines us. It's only when we know God that we can know equality, that we can know grace, that we can know human dignity. Without the standard of being made in the image of God, There's no way for us to define who we are or why we are special or unique from all the other living things on this earth. Therefore, people who are like, we need to stop this inequality because human dignity, are failing to understand that pursuing the idea of human dignity without understanding Christ is counterproductive to trying to find that equality, that grace, or that kindness in our own lives. Um, until we realize that, we can never see each other as all one and the same, as all being equal under Christ. Instead, we only see ourselves as being worthy of being human and the traits we have as being the traits that make us human.
0: So to reflect on the text that we read earlier, um, our first passage was from Genesis. Um, And that Genesis passage really establishes two main things. Uh, First of all, it establishes that human beings are all made in the image of God. And furthermore, it establishes that humans uh, rule over the fish, birds, cattle, and the earth. But there's also um, an important distinction to be made there because when the phrase rule over is used, it more means something like being stewards for and taking care of and making sure that no harm comes to them. Um, So... This passage is important when thinking about the idea of human dignity because it creates a distinction between us and the animals that are listed because it says that we are made in God's image and for that reason we are able to take care of nature and animals and that sort of thing. So, um, So that's kind of a direct answer to the idea that there isn't a defining human characteristic because the reason why we're different from all of these species that's listed in this passage is because we were created in God's own image, and we're the only type of God's creation that was made in God's image. So everything just kind of goes back to the idea that God created us to be in His image. Uh, And then our second text from Galatians, uh, it establishes that everyone is the same in the eyes of God, everyone has the same uh, treatment in the eyes of God, and any social identity or status doesn't matter because we're all united under the idea of Christ. Um, So no matter what kind of characteristics you might have in a certain group, there's always this kind of idea of we're under the same jurisdiction, which is the jurisdiction of Jesus Christ. Um, And no group is worth more than the other because we're all one, uh, because we all are united. And the most important identity that we have is the identity of Jesus in our lives. Um, So this proves that there is, in fact, a characteristic that all humans share, and that characteristic brings us all together because we all share the same goals. Um, And we aren't as different as we think because at the end of the day, we're all part of the same community and we all share the same defining trait that gives us dignity. So this is kind of like the high school analogy that we had earlier, like no matter what group you're in, no matter what social identity or status you have, at the end of the day, we all have the same defining trait that goes across everyone.
1: There's still so many examples or issues today where people try and define what it means to be human around themselves and decide other people is unworthy. So if you think about the war in Ukraine, the Russians explicitly decided that what makes them worthy is um, where they come from and where they live and their culture and other people are not as worthy. And it seems silly to say that um, your culture or communism is what makes you human or that people actually believe that, but it's just, it's the way that they center their humanity not only around those ideas but around themselves so in a way they think i am what makes me human but that is not true because if each person defines themselves is the standard for humanity then that leaves out all the other people that god has made god has made of us made each of us unique for a reason and it's silly to say that i am the standard for humanity because it leaves behind all the wonderful people that god has created in our world the world will never find peace until we embrace Christ based off that logic. Being made in the image of God is the defining trait that makes us human and it's only when we realize that that we are able to realize that all of us are made equal under Christ and all of us are deserving of that love and that grace and that dignity. And I don't mean to say that we are worthy of being made in God's image per se, I feel like that's a whole other debate, um, that we are worthy of having like that kind of dignity or that grace. I only mean to say that realizing that we are made in the image of God is what gives us the chance to really see the value in the ideology of human dignity and not only to see the value of that idea, but to see the value of the people around us. Um, There is no meaning to being human or to dignity until we realize that humanity is grounded in Christ. And it may seem redundant to most people in this room to remind them that they are made in God's image. It's something that uh, most of us have heard for many, many years. Uh, But the important part is realizing what it means to be made, not just knowing that we are made in God's image, but what it means to be made in God's image. And more importantly, to realize that all of humanity is made in his image, and that should change the way that we see the people around us, and it should change um, how we treat the people around us. To be made in God's image is not to be above everyone else, but it's exactly the opposite. To be made in God's image is to be made human, and to be made human is to be equal with all the people around us. We are worthy of kindness, and we are worthy of dignity, and we are worthy of grace, however unworthy we are of Christ's love.